Kia ora. Koto, everyone. Welcome to Mama's Lockdown and Me, episode 4,937. Um, I'm here with my very good friend, Ting Rang, uh, trustee of Sustainable Queenstown, consultant for startup and social impact projects, and mum to a nearly three-month-old. You are still here! <laughs> Still surviving. Virtual Yay. high five. Um, how the goddamn are you? Oh, Jane, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I feel like how are you was such a simpler question to answer before baby. <laughs> so I always ask how are you and then I ask the secondary how are you. Yeah. You can answer that however you like. Yeah. Uh, well, generally, how am I? Uh, pretty good. I'm, you know, feeling fortunate uh, to have a healthy, happy baby boy, um, have a roof over my head, yada, yada, all that good this stuff. Uh, and then how am I? Uh, <laughs> uh, today, in particular, I'm a bit tired. Um, baby's been up uh, quite early today and not sleeping well. So to all you moms out there, we just had Mother's Day. You guys are absolute amazing <laughs> spectacles because, man, it's freaking hard. Yeah. You wonder, you, you know when you, like, I only speak for myself, but I look back at my non-mum brain and go, how did I not notice all these women doing this really hard stuff? Like, I, I just... I just don't, I just don't get how I didn't realize or didn't notice or they just, you just do it. People just do it. It, it is incredible, isn't it? I ask myself this every day, you know, um, I knew having a kid was going to be hard, but after having a kid, it was kind of like, how do billions of people do this? Like every day with multiples as yeah. well. Yeah. It's, it's the most astonishing kind of realization ever <laughs> I know it is bonkers and I know why um I know why candy or sweet factories and coffee shops exist you know why the production of coffee is a multi-billion dollar industry because that's all I live on and lived on back then um yeah. I was saying to somebody the other day if you cut me I bleed coffee at the minute like that. <laughs> that's kind of what it is so um tell me who's in your bubble so uh, I've got three of us in our bubble. Um, it's a small one. So just myself, uh, our three-year-old boy, Sebastian, and my husband, Jake. Three-month-old, uh, not three-year-old. Did I say three-year-old? See, yeah, not enough coffee today. Three-month-old. <laughs> not there yet. I'm nearly there. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, just, uh, the three of us. Um, and we've been, we started kind of self-isolating a few weeks before the official lockdown. So it's actually been probably two months yeah. or so, um, yeah. that we've been, yeah, just kind of keeping to ourselves. So were you, um, we, had you had him before we did this? See, had you been out and about a little bit or had you kind of started to settle into that? daily I, I don't I, settles yeah. are a word but you know just getting through the same same every day to, type thing yeah we literally had one outing as a family before the lockdown happened yeah. so yeah. we managed to get out for lunch um the the sunday before um the levels were announced and then it just you know yeah happened so quickly yeah um, that yeah the world just kind of shut off um was pretty incredible and, um, and your mom was your mom here 
my mom was here. Yeah. She, she thankfully got out of the country before level four officially happened or else she would have been, you know, stuck with us um, and would have been, you know, in our bubble unwillingly Yeah, or, you know, uh, not on purpose. Um, and uh, thankfully she had a flight out um, like I think two days before level four. Um, yeah. She was here helping us for a little bit. Um, but yeah, since then it's just been the, the three of us. And um, you know, I think like a lot of, uh, I've heard from some other families, one of the kind of hidden silver linings for the lockdown is that their partners have been around a bit more, um, have had more help than usual. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really grateful for that as well. Um, Unfortunately, the the virus kind of knocked both mine and um, my husband's business, uh, you know, flat for the time being. So uh, as a result, we've been able to, you know, just be home with our, with our boy together, um, which is really cool. Um, You know, I, I started virtually going to some moms groups and uh, there are definitely moms out there who are kind of doing it alone. And my gosh, you know, uh, the, the amazing, amazing job they're doing. Um, I just, I, I can't even comprehend yeah uh, totally I find it hard with you know uh partner's help yeah um so yeah so that's been one good thing about our little lockdown situation and yeah now that it's opening up it's almost like oh no what's gonna happen now I know and I was saying to somebody yesterday you know we sat and watched the four o'clock and then I got this like oh a, a little bit of anxiety about um you know I've kind of liked the quietness of it and the the slowed down pace i will be launching my child back into daycare with you know gleeful skipping down the road but um yeah no i'm a bit like oh just don't like wind it up too quickly that's kind of what and then you know and then i feel really bad because there's lots of businesses who are struggling and people want to get cracking and get Mm. money coming through the door and and it's kind of yeah it's a really weird time it's a really weird mental time because you're having these inner monologues dialogues with yourself I am all day every day oh, absolutely constantly thinking why am I moaning when look where I live and why am I moaning at this about and then saying yeah but you you don't live like that you live here so you can only think like that but you then you, you can consider and it's just oh my god my brain at the end of the day just explodes every night with all these oh, th- this is why I was up at four baby was asleep until five and I woke up at four and couldn't go back to sleep yeah totally. um, same thing you know with with everything opening up I think uh uh, it's obviously really needed because people are really hurting financially and it'll be really good for the economy. Um, but me personally, you know, I'm already starting to get anxiety about kind of the pressure to start doing a lot more as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, ranging from kind of the fun stuff from seeing friends to, because you haven't seen them in ages to, you know, starting to get um, projects going and or, you know, um, just uh, have more stuff coming your way. Um, it, it, it it's all good things, but um, I think I personally struggle with anxiety quite a bit. So um, it's it's definitely whirling uh, at yeah. the moment. Yeah. So have you kind of noticed? It's really interesting actually thinking about you because you know that I I called that first newborn stage a bubble. Like we were in our bubble for about a month where we didn't really see many people. Didn't we? I still went out and I did a bit of this and that and the other. But it's still you still were in this like dreary. I, I used to sit and wait for the dawn in the morning to pop up through the curtains and be like, I made another night. And I hated the nights. I really hated them. Um, but you've had that plus knowing that everybody else is inside. 
but but still that kind of struggle of the newborn bizarreness. How, what have you noticed about yourself over this this time? Well, it's really interesting because um, you know we were self isolating about two weeks before the official lockdown. But even before that, for the first month postpartum um, in Chinese culture, I'm Chinese. Uh, in Chinese culture, there's something called sitting the month, in which um, mom and uh, baby stays home and only comes into contact with essentially your bubble. So it's yeah. actually, I didn't even make this correlation, but essentially everybody else ex- is experiencing sitting the month. <laughs> so we talked to Erica in the earlier podcast about it and she did yeah. it. And she said, I was like, when we went to lockdown, I was like, you people have no idea. I've yeah. done this. <laughs> yeah. So, so essentially I've been in a bubble for, uh, almost the entirety of the three months. We had one week where we kind of, you know, ventured out a bit. Um, the purpose of sitting the month, you know, as Erica probably said, is to kind of nurture the postpartum period to help you ease into it. And I actually found that really wonderful, which is not like me because I'm usually go, go, go and yeah. need to fill, you know, every waking moment with something productive. And to have one month where the where I was purposefully only looking after myself and baby essentially through nutrition and rest and, um, you know, kind of quiet. Um, I was surprised at myself for finding that really attractive um, to have that like deliberate healing period. That said, after the month was done, I was like really ready to venture back out. (laughs) I love it. He like, like threw off this cape and went, something else yeah for exactly one week i did that uh before the world said nope go back into your no you're not sorry so um since then uh i think i found it difficult so um you know one of the things i've been struggling with motherhood is uh you know it sounds trite but you know just how much your life changes uh it literally you know flips it's just upside down completely and and um I think it's made more uh, difficult. I found it personally more difficult during the lockdown because I lost everything that I used to do uh, essentially before having baby. You know, um, I was uh, involved in projects that no longer was happening because of the the um, economic downturn. I, um, you know, am involved in the community, like uh, serving on boards, but uh, you know, we weren't meeting because um, uh, we can't. Uh, being each other's bubbles uh, and then also recreational stuff like seeing friends like grabbing a coffee and um, I do aerial arts as well so like you know circus aerial silks and hoop and that was shut down um, yes. as well so physically I wasn't getting kind of the, the endorphins that I usually relied on for those activities so because of that I think um, being a, a newborn parent I found really hard adjusting to um, even on top of the you know regular newborn difficulties I think um, losing everything that I was um, that kind of filled me up that didn't involve baby uh, as a result of the lockdown um, exacerbated kind of the adjustment yeah totally and and I know I still have this conversation with lots of women and myself about who am I what were did I used to, you know what did I used to do with all that time one but but also like I don't want to be some some I don't want to be someone's mum. I don't I, but then some days I do and then mm. you know I I feel bad for those people who who are really struggling with around having children and all that stuff and 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 I I am very conscious the more reading I do and the more work I do around it about that not projecting it onto her like you know what I mean the thing for me at the minute has been really wanting to get into some work and I can't because I've got this small little person near me and my one side of my brain is going 
you can do this later, like come on. And the other one's going, but no, I'm not going to change what I'm doing today because of you, because you've come into my life, you know, and that's been the whole nearly three years for me. It's been yeah. a constant back and forth of you've ruined my life. You haven't ruined my life. This is so amazing. This is so awful. Oh God, I wish I hadn't have done this. Oh God, I'm glad I did. And that back and forth, back and forth. Um, and I spoke to, um, God, who'd, oh, I spoke to the, the, the journalist, Minna from the New York Times, who did wrote that article on yeah. Rage last week. And we both talked about those rule, you know, those conversations you have with yourself, like in the shower, <laughs> those ones. Um, and I said to her, you know, the night I had my baby and I lay in this pitch black room in the hospital and she was in my arms and I had this, I said to myself, what have you done? <laughs> like, what have you done? oh my god and 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 how do I press pause oh. and I, I remember having that conversation with myself and you know Trent's asleep on the floor snoring and I kicked him and I was like wake up if I'm if I'm awake you're awake but I re do remember thinking oh my god what have I done you know and this is why I, I I'm just so grateful to moms like you who kind of tell it like it is because I you know go through the same conversation with myself especially the last month or so I found it really really hard actually and part of it is that I think I mean I think you, you can never fully prepare yourself mentally for the change that's about to happen to your life but you know, my, my husband and I got um, pregnant uh, way earlier than we thought we would. We got married, thought we were going to wait two years and then have a baby. And we got pregnant a month and a half after our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Too much tequila that night. <laughs> it was actually whiskey, but shh. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Um, but uh, so, you know, part of me feels like, uh, not that I've made a mistake, but it is that question of like, oh my God, have I done the right thing? Because yeah. I'm finding it really, really difficult. And would I have not found it this difficult if everything, you know, had ac gone according to the timeline that we planned and, or if I was someone who, you know, always knew I wanted to be a mom, because I'm not, I'm not one of those people, you know, I always envied my friends who seemed to know a hundred percent with absolute certainty that they wanted a family and, and a mom. And I only started finding the idea of having a baby even remotely appealing after I met Jake, you know, because it was a partner I could envision myself doing with. But before that, it was never something that I was kind of, you know, really into. So all those questions of asking myself, did I make the right choice for, you know, myself and my family, um, because I'm finding it so hard is really, really tough. Because obviously, you don't, you, I, I don't actually think my son is a mistake. I love him. <laughs> but at the same time, my God, my life was so much, you know, easier and, and dare I say it, enjoyable, uh, yeah. you know, be, before yeah. three months ago. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm personally just finding it so hard to come to terms with that. Um, and I don't know how to get there. And it's something that I find it sometimes difficult to communicate to other moms because they don't seem to have that. Yeah, uh, no, totally. And I remember saying that to some, you know, I'd go to some jiggle your baby session and, and be like, you know you kind of slide that conversation into it you'd be like so do you feel all like this they'd be like no and I'm like okay we'll stop talking then you know and then so then I found through slowly introducing that into the conversation who I felt safe enough to say that stuff to and then got to a point where I was like do you know what this is who I am and the more I put it out there not in a um 
because I, I started to think, oh my God, what if, what if Ren one, one day reads all these things about me and then goes, what's this mum? But I'm like, I'm going to have that conversation about how difficult it was. But I, I've, the more I've put it out there, the more I've had women come back to me and saying, do you know what? I'm so glad you said this. And, and I've never said that to anyone. And to see it on a page when nobody around me says it, it's just unbelievably refreshing. And I'm like, well, then more of that because I'm just not that mum who you know is is doing that one thing and everything's lovely and da, 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 da. Yeah. um I, I'm that's not who I am and who I've never been so right. yay I'm so happy there are people yeah. like you. I mean you, you, uh, you are one of the reasons uh I feel inspired and and more comfortable sharing these things you know because uh honestly they're just not that many people who who talk about this you know my job is done <laughs> <laughs> but i also don't like i like how you said you know i'm waiting for that day when i don't think it ever comes mm. i think you go through the stages and the changes and you're just constantly going what the hell is this what because now i'm like newborns were easy they don't go anywhere they don't roll they don't move they yeah they cry a lot but you know they, they you can go and do this. I can go and walk up a mountain and somebody doesn't go, mom, where's my food? And I go, oh, shit, I forgot all the food and I've forgotten that. Food. <laughs> you know, so it's just, it just rolls and moves and constantly evolves and you're constantly going, what? <laughs> I know. And you know what? That's what scares me. Cause I'm like, oh, when am I going to get to a stage where I feel like, you know, it, it's kind of steady and just rolling on and everything. Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> I know. Maybe when they move out, but even when they move out, you'll worry about them. You'll be like, "Oh, yeah, that's what right. are you doing? why are you doing that?" So, have you, like, really quickly, have you, um, have you felt the pressure or uh, about? Um, I put in inverted commas working because what you're doing now is work, but um, or have you felt that as an, an a lovely aside to get your brain into something? Uh, like so much of the torture I put on myself, it's only coming from myself. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm saying. Exactly. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, I, I, I felt really um, fortunate that, you know, it, it, the COVID kind of happened during my maternity leave because I, you know, I'm able to get paid paternity leave at least for a little bit. So, um, you know, that, that really, really helps or else I think I'd be way more kind of anxious uh, about the financial side of things. I, you know, it's still you know, uh, uh, on the back of my mind because we have a mortgage and, you know, obviously bills. Uh, and my husband is unfortunately out of work at the moment as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're both kind of thinking how we're going to survive uh, moving forward. Um, but the immediate, like today, uh, I should do work um, is my own kind of productivity demon, yeah. you know, tapping yeah. me on the shoulder. Um, and uh I, I, I don't know how much of that is me wanting to get back into it so that I feel like I have some sort of, you know, the old life back, or is it me feeling like, uh, you know, I should be doing more quote unquote, because one other thing that's come out of, you know, lockdown is, um, all, all these, um, people are talking about how much more time they have and to, you know, explore and do all these other things. So I feel like it also puts pressure on other people to quote unquote do more. Uh, yeah. Lockdown period. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I totally. So I, I'm not feeling any external pressure, but it's all coming from, from within. And yeah. I think so much of the mental, um, uh, strain and, and load, um, moms uh have probably comes from within in general that's where mine comes from great <laughs> that's a whole other podcast um, <laughs> so are you ready for your quick fire oh okay yes 
Um, manicured lawn or unruly meadow? Ooh, unruly meadow. Lots of flowers. Yeah. Uh, jeans or cords? Are cords like corduroids? Y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not like piano. <laughs> Jeans, jeans. Um, were you the kind of person who did your homework at the start of the school holidays or at the end? Ooh, that's a good question. Probably the end. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no. You see, I was at the start. I was like, get it done first day and I can forget about it. Yeah. You crazies, you set up till like well, 2 a.m. Well, the thing is, I wait till the end, but I worry about it the entire way through. So it just makes no sense. <laughs> There's also that question of how many tabs do you have open on your computer? Oh, what God, you... way too many. Oh, you see, I shut yeah. all mine down. I think the, the uh, most ever was like 35. <laughs> that was such a good accent. You were like 35. I like it. I haven't heard that bit, um, for a long time. Um, knitting or crochet? Uh, I don't know how to do either, but knitting seems easier. Yeah. Uh, Kindle or book? Book. Definitely book. Uh, Mountain or beach? Mountain. Mountain. Um, Anything that you've cooked recently that you surprised yourself with? Mm. I made, it sounds really weird and probably not very tasty, but I made a a, a beetroot and beef curry, which was really good. good. I made my mother-in-law's soy chicken and didn't. Absolutely. I nailed it. And I was like, yeah. I'm in. Totally in. <laughs> You've been cooking loads. A li- yeah, yeah. It's very unlike me. Um, uh, anything that you, oh, one famous person that you would invite into your bubble, alive or dead? Oh, um, Neil Patrick Harris. Good choice. Everybody's choices have been pretty good. Um, <laughs> and anything that you've been listening to or watching that you would like to recommend? Mm. Um, so I'm a fan of the podcast Forever 35. It's just these two hosts who kind of talk to each other and it kind of feels like you have, you know, kind of old friends just casually hanging about. Uh, and what's really cool is that during the lockdown, um, they're based in LA, but LA is also in lockdown. Um, they have a podcast called Here For You that uh, they're doing daily, um, and it's all just like, you know, things that they've been occupying themselves with, um, how they're feeling, and it's just a nice kind of podcast version of a hug um, that they put out. OMG, that sounds awesome. I'm going to add that. I've got a list, a massive list I'm going to put out that everybody's been recommending stuff awesome. um, and I'm going to add that. Well, thank you so much. What are you going to go and do right now? Probably feed the baby soon. <laughs> Feed that damn baby, I tell you. That's all they want. Um, Ting, thank you so much. Um, and we will, you're doing a good job. Oh, thanks, Jane. Such a pleasure. What, it's so nice to have some laughs and see your face. I know. You're very welcome. And we will chat very soon. See ya. Bye.